Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. We're coming to you from the United States, where we are wrung out. America! Woo! Oh, yes, they're so loud. <laughs> yeah, we're oh, immediately God, you're on the other side of the ocean, and you, I need to turn the volume down. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're just patriotic. It's a great time to be in America. Also obnoxious. (laughs) We're also deeply, deeply obnoxious. And we're seeing the worst parts of ourselves amplified and shown back to us. We don't like it one bit. There's so many many guns in this recording booth right now. Oh, really? God. All we've got is pencils. We don't even have pens. (laughs) Pencils. Pencils and repression. Yeah. Listen, only one of us can prove to be the better country, and we'll find out who it is very shortly. You're listening to International Waters. Playing for Team UK from Little Howard's Big Question, it's Howard Reed. Hello, Howard. Hello there. How are you? Never better. Sipping on a tea. Uh, what's new in your life? There's the royal weddings tomorrow, uh, and That's and so true. I'm inundated with people on social media telling me they don't care about the royal wedding, and other people on social media telling me that they're cross that people constantly say they don't care about the royal wedding. <laughs> uh-huh. That's What's, my, your, what's my, your position? I, I don't care about the royal wedding, but not enough. <laughs> To mention it, but now I've mentioned it, uh-huh. so yeah, well, now I'm just falling into that pit. Oh. A little bit of a catch-22. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also playing for Team UK, you've just heard her voice from BBC Radio 4 News Quiz and BBC 5 Live. It's Athena Kublanu. Hello. Ooh, hello, hello. Uh, what's your official position on the royal wedding? Um, my position is that I'm not okay about the wedding, but I'm here for Harry and Meghan. I think they're a really sexy couple. They make me yeah. want to be in a relationship. I'm a bit of a lone ranger, but when I look at them, I want to I want to get handcuffed. They're so cute. They're the cutest couple. They really are. Yeah, they they're adorable. So I'm not into the wedding, but I'm into them. I hope he keeps the beard. The beard looks good. <laughs> the beard, yeah. Uh, he's like Drake. He needs the beard. He needs the beard. He needs the beard. <laughs> yeah, it ages him up. Uh, Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. Oh, well, it might need explaining, but our word is gammon. Gammon. <laughs> Yeah. G A M I N E gammon. Uh, gammon like the ham. G A M O N. Oh, like the ham. Yeah. Okay. Are you aware of the gammon phenomenon? A little bit, but let's uh, let's explain it for uh, those who don't. Basically, you know how like white people have words for like people of color, shall we say? Well, we've yeah. fought back and we've given old racist white men a name, and that name is gammon. So, for example, yeah. think about the cut of meat that Donald Trump best looks like. We think yeah. it's gammon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so we think, hey, all these guys are just gammon, and we just yeah. bandy this word about. We don't care about feelings or you know the oppression of the white guys. We just think uh-huh. we just think you like gammon. And the so, more angry uh, they get at being called gammon, the more they look like <laughs> gammon. It's brilliant. It's the perfect insult. It's pretty great, and it's pretty accurate. Just old wet ham <laughs> <laughs> and salty Gross. too. Salt, yeah, somehow wet and salty. Yeah. Uh, all right, gammon it is. Let's move on. Playing for the nation that's just letting our food rest a bit before we get back in the pool. Uh, she plays Melanie on Glow. She was Gilda Radner in a futile and st- uh, stupid and futile gesture. Futile and stupid. Futile and stupid gesture. 
You also might know her from a show called Say What Karaoke. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Here we go. Deep Here cut. we go. <laughs> it's Jackie Tone. Hello. How are you? I'm really good. You guys, there was a show called Say What Karaoke on MTV that yep. was hosted by Dave Holmes. That's correct. We're talking 1999. The Dave Holmes. The Dave Holmes. And I... um. Uh, my teammate here asked, how'd you end up on that? And I said, I goddamn auditioned. Yeah. yeah. I tried out for a karaoke show in the 90s on MTV. And you I was on won the, a I, lot. I won all the time. Yeah. I was on that show as hell. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, what songs did you do? Re- I did my like um, Monica, Sanaway, Panama Rita. What was that? Mambo number five. That, that is yeah. the weird. That is the weirdest <laughs> rendition of Angela. that song. Oh, that was it. That was it. <laughs> Angela, Sandra, Zelman, and yeah. Rita. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of Monica yeah, in my life. Yeah. I couldn't think of it. Fox, <laughs> like you, could have thought of it. I could. Um, Bega. Oh, Dave Holmes for sure could have thought, could of, have it. thought of it. Um, you forget who you're talking to. The creepy list of women song. As I yes, yes, the, the creepy this list. This is women. a name that I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. Um, I, so weird. Oh, I did Hanson. I did Mbop. I oh, did. Come on. I mean, that's I prob- a high degree of difficulty on th- that one. Thank you. I did a lot of songs on that show, it. and they kept bringing me back. Ultimate, say what karaoke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel personally invested in your success. Thank you and so it's, much. And uh, it is a pleasure to watch, Jackie. Thank Tone. you. Also playing for the U.S., uh, the founder and executive producer of Mortified, the TV show and the podcast. Also, like my first LA friend, maybe. Is this true? Yeah, I mean, you're in, you're in there. You're like in the top, the first ten for sure. We, we met at neighbors. a very very exciting place. I forget where a we laundromat. Were. That's right. A laundromat. Picked you up in a laundromat. Uh, it's David <laughs> Nadelberg. How are you, David? I am good. I am. Uh, I also have a weird say what karaoke connection I just okay. remembered. Yeah. Wait Prior to even knowing you, uh, my friend said the comedian Jeff Ross is hiring, is like giving me like $100 to like go with him to Vegas, uh, to meet him in Vegas because he's doing stuff for say what karaoke. Yeah. And we're like, he has to come up with jokes. Do you want to be my shotgun person? Yeah. And you can like come up with jokes that weekend. Yeah. And uh, I think I was very intimidated by the whole thing and came up with none. Yeah. And um and it gave me a complete panic attack. Yeah. And that was my memory of Say What Karaoke. There you go. Listen, we changed lives with that show. I'm I'm feeling a bit left out that you guys are bonding over this Say What Karaoke thing. And I'd just like to say that um Athena did a gig for me um doing a fundraiser for my kids' school. Yeah. 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 Oh. That sounds as as rock and roll as, as <laughs> say what karaoke <laughs> thing. There is nothing there is nothing less rock. But and was roll it in the nineties? No, it no. wasn't. No, it was it was a couple yeah, of years well. ago. Yeah. We well, we, we bought go. some iPads for the, for the, for year eight. Oh really? <laughs> oh, nice. Those yes. iPads are technically my iPads then. Yeah. Oh I'll come well and pick done. them up. Yeah. Well done. Team US, what's your buzz in word? We were thinking about it and I wonder if it's too on the nose of what's going on right now. Have you guys heard about the Yanni and Laurel debate? Oh uh, yeah. I've not even heard <laughs> it. This will this will come out like sometime in July. We will we'll look back on it fondly. I think I already hate it, mm-hmm. and because it really feels indicative of the state of America. In that it's very divisive and mm-hmm. yeah. So we, we were gonna do Yanni. Yanni, yeah, and it just seems like an Yanny. annoying word to just shout. Yanni, Yanni, yeah. and I guess some of us will hear Laurel when you say that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Have you, which do you hear, incidentally? This is actually crazy. I mean, I guess it's not crazy. This is the game, but I heard Yanni, and I couldn't. I was like sitting there with my eyes squinted, trying any possible way to hear Laurel, and I couldn't. And then I listened the next day, and mm-hmm. there's no way to get back to Yanni. I only hear yeah, Laurel it's weird. now. Yeah, yeah. I heard Laurel at the beginning, but I've heard Yanni a couple of times. Oh, you, David. I, I believe I heard Yanni, and I mostly tried to hear none of it. But, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, same. Good luck with that. So, I'm, I'm hearing gammon every time you say either of those words, though, <laughs> which means we're going to Gammon versus Yanni. Yeah. Let's get 
into it. We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You get two points for correct answers. One point for answers that are wrong but make me laugh. Buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one. Nature Photography News. 16-year-old Dominic Ibaios, let's say, from the Philippines, proudly took some photos of his new puppy, Dimitri, and put them up on a local animal lover's Facebook group, but he was shocked to find that the photo was banned for failing to meet community standards. What was so offensive Gammon. about this dog? Yo, UK. It, it was showing its nipples. No! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was showing was just one nipple, to be classy. No. Correct. You Someone asked. else is not. Oh, we're not. Oh, <laughs> Yanny. Yeah. It was having a baby? No. Gross. Gammon, Gammon. Was okay. he naked whilst he posted a picture <laughs> of the dog? No. Oh, all right. <laughs> God damn it, you guys. Was the dog watching porn? The dog was not watching <laughs> porn. Basically, the dog was porn. He looked like a dick. Uh, Dimitri is a rare breed of dog called a Shalowitzquintli, or I don't know how you say that, or Mexican hairless. And to be fair to uh, Facebook, if you see this, I'm gonna, we'll, we'll post the picture on at IWPod. It really does look like a dick. A, a good dick. What if it doesn't? And um, this looks weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For a bonus point, tell us about a time when you got in trouble and it was not your fault. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I am first. I remember when I was a kid. There was this big debate because there was a glow-in-the-dark jump rope at my sleepaway camp. I, I, I went to Jewish sleepaway camp, and there was a, a glow-in-the-dark jump rope with purple handles. And Jill Smolin said it was her jump rope, and I said it was my jump rope. And then they it, it, they, it was mine. My mom bought it for me. And then they accused me of stealing it. It became this whole thing. And then people were looking at me like I was a thief. Then they said, look... If it's not yours and it's not, if it's yours and Jill's, the only thing we could do, they tried to pull, was it the King Solomon thing where they're like, we'll cut it in half and then no one will have it. You just said so many words. (laughs) Yeah, I'm great at words. I'm great at words. It sounds like it was your fault. Yeah, I don't believe you. Fuck off, Athena. (laughs) (laughs) You're just so defensive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my kind of go-to. I always sound wrong. But no, so it was this, I'm just trying to tell the story quickly. So it was my jump rope. She stole it. Mm -hmm. I got accused of stealing my own thing, and it was maddening. Then they said, well, we'll cut it in half. And I said, cut it in fucking half. If I can't have it, Jill Smolin can't have it, mm-hmm. which, a little bit about me, I'm a little piece of shit. Yeah. That's my blame story. Wow. But that's also yeah. what happened in that the real rough. story of the Solomon thing. They yeah. just yeah. didn't give a shit and they cut the baby in half. Yeah. Who gives a shit about <laughs> I it? thought oh, it was yeah. an interesting thing to, for the counselor to go, well, then no one can. And I was like, I already don't have it. It's not. And I remember thinking at nine, like, this, she, they told us the story. And I was like, it's a jump rope, not a baby. I yeah. don't care. Wow. Thank you. And, and they cost like $5, right? What Probably less. Jill? And the jump rope would still work as a jump rope for two smaller children. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so did they cut it in half? They did cut it in half. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I hate and, and what happened to Jill? <laughs> she's lovely. I've seen her on Facebook. She's a cool girl. She's got kids. She's great. We did were they nine. Have jump ropes? Do the kids? Maybe. I, have, I haven't looked that closely. Yeah, but they've written their names Should... on them. Yeah. <laughs> they do to start That's off right. with, but then they all end up in mum's Figured room. it out. Yeah. That's right. UK. Any, any false blame? Thick items. I had. That's how you say that, in, right? <laughs> in final year of primary school, um, everyone in my class was doing um, uh, fart noises with their hands, uh, and Mr. Nichols went absolutely apeshit. He got really. He was. He was, he was quite a gammon person. He was in. in mem- <laughs> oh, he's no. with a big beard and a big gammony face, yeah. like hairy gammon. Oh yeah. God! I just <laughs> upset myself with that image. Um, and and he he shouted at everybody if the next person to do to, to make a, a breaking wind noise is in big trouble. And unfortunately, in hindsight, I had um, 
uh, undiagnosed wheat intolerance. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I farted and uh, yeah. completely just had a fear. And, and I said, um, that was a real one. And that was a big fir- <laughs> first, first laugh I ever, I ever got and, and last. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that wasn't, it was obviously really? the fault of my body, but not my conscious mind's fault. All right. Anybody else? Yeah, I've got, I've got one. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Athena. Oh, Athena yeah. This is just a quick one. So I've got a twin brother. And when uh-huh. we were born, I came out first. You know, I weighed like seven pounds, nice and healthy. He was a bit smaller. And he spent the first five or six years of his life being really frail and sickly. So he had jaundice and he was just small and he needed to wear glasses, all these things. And my mum blamed me and she said it was because I took all the nutrients when we were in the womb. <laughs> but I'm like, the placenta is there. Like, it's a free for all. It's not my fault if he wasn't helping himself. Yeah. Um, and she, yeah. and she, she still carries that to this. Th- she just couldn't work out why I was so healthy and why he was so poorly. And I just thought, well, maybe he just didn't want to eat. I don't know. I can't really be yeah. accountable for that, though. No, that is not your fault, Athena. It's not. If you're a God. fussy eater and all you've got to eat is placenta, then... <laughs> yeah. That's just kind of how it works, though. Yeah, yeah. That's just too yeah then when bad. you grow up, you're going to have to wear glasses and have jaundice. That's mm. just the way it goes, the way dude. It goes. How is he now? Oh, he's taller than me now. So maybe he, he was eating my he. food. Yeah. 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 David Nadelberg, how about you? I There was a, a complete... Uh, scandal in my house growing up with uh, with poo, uh, a word of the day, where <laughs> I know I'm sorry. Leave this room. Dave Holmes just, just left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, but my my brother dropped something in the toilet, and uh, he did not flush, and my mom. It became this like it was like a three day thing. I think it didn't get flushed for three days because oh she says God. we will not we. No one will be not grounded until we get to the bottom of it, and this is a weird twist because. I, I got blamed because I took the blame, even mm-hmm. though it wasn't me, and I just didn't want to see any more strife. Shit floating yeah. in the toilet. Yeah. So I protected my brother. I took the bullet, but she knew, my mom knew, that there's no way six-year-old me could have taken a log that giant. Yeah. So <laughs> How old is your brother? He was like eight years older than me. Still is. Oh, okay. Probably. Yeah. Weird how that works. Yeah. Odd yeah. time. That works. All right. Uh, five points to Athena. Yeah. The consensus stealer. Uh, all right. Question number two. In You Can't Police Us, We'll Police Ourselves news. Our old friend Florida man got himself in a heap of trouble when he turned over his dashboard camera to the local police. He was trying to prove that he was not at fault in a car accident. But what else was on the footage? Yanny. Yeah. Blowjob from a prostitute. Nope. Gammon. Nope. He had a dog that looked a lot like a Venus. <laughs> no. That was the last one. Gammon. Anyway. He had lots yeah. of unsharpened pencils just lying around. Nope. I think that's you. Oh. Uh, Anyone else? Get me confused. Going once. Florida. Going Yanny, twice. maybe it was a blowjob from a dog. Ooh. Ah. Maybe we just didn't find him. That is not correct. Uh, he committed a burglary. Uh, After consenting to let the police view his dash cam footage uh, showing he was cut off in traffic, they also discovered that uh, 25-year-old Xavier Moran had burglarized a nearby cosmetic store by breaking in through the window with a baseball bat. So there you go. Wowee. No, yeah. And his his dashboard cam was pointing in the direction, in the direction of, of the, the break in. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. An idiot. It's like that song, I Fought the Law, and the law realized I was guilty of a far more serious crime. <laughs> uh, at the end of round one, the UK has five, the US has none at all. Now it's time for a round we are calling hashtag Raging Insurrection. This episode will drop, uh, will drop right before July 4th, which, as we know, is the annual holiday celebrating American independence, or as the Brits call it, the War of Colonial Aggression. Uh, well, one of many. Uh, whatever you call it, it's when the USA slammed the door on our British parents because they just didn't understand us. 
Uh, July, as we know, is hot and sultry. It's a month in the middle of summer. Uh, This round, we're going to make it even hotter by having you give us your best revolution-themed pickup lines. You could say something like, the Redcoats are coming, and you're welcome. Or, Whiskey Rebellion, I thought you said, Frisky Rub on me. It doesn't have to be American, though. Any revolution will do. Uh, Bonjour, Monsieur Guillotine, I hear you give great head. Whatever. You can do better than these. So give us your best revolution-themed pickup lines, uh, starting now. Yanny. Yeah. Take a revolution round this dick. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, like, go around it once? Yeah, yeah. Just go around this dick once. Yeah. That is the thing said at bars. Yeah. yeah I love it. If I had a nickel. I can't wait to try it. Anyone else? Get Yanny. Oh. Yes. I have, uh, I got an invite to the Boston Tea Party. You want to be my plus one? Ooh, Ooh that's fun. Ooh, that's, that's good. You okay? Yeah. Mine is also Boston Tea Party themed. Um, I want to throw my Darjeeling in your Boston Harbor. Ooh, wow. Howard, stop it. Yeah. That's a fun piece of business. <laughs> Wait, Howard, I want to throw my oolong in your Boston. That's home. nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there it is. Just I a want... punch up, just a quick punch. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Gammon. Keep it going. Uh, you're making me mass produce juice, but that's for the Industrial Revolution. Because okay. like, mass produce. <laughs> No, yeah, I'm playing with the words. It's a very British thing. You get loose and produce large amounts of juice. Yeah, gammon. Does anyone know that song I, from MC Light? Yep. I, I've got an even more British one. Uh, quick before Thomas Cromwell bans it. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Yeah, big yucks from the UK like side over here. That's fun. He was, was a Puritan. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you start the Irish Revolution? Because I'd like you to uphold my penal law. <laughs> asterisk, sure. asterisk. Apparently, according to Wikipedia. There is, uh, you know, that is a thing in the Irish Revolution. Okay. Things I've learned. Things you've learned <laughs> just by surfing Wikipedia? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Anyone else? Gammon. Any, any use of penal? Yeah. Please let me take you up the Bastille. Okay. Is it French? <laughs> okay. French. Yeah, 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 okay. Okay. I've got a history degree. I mean, yeah, okay. this, just because, I mean, you guys need to do your research before you get these jokes. No, you, you know, you're, you're right. You're right. That's on me for not laughing. <laughs> uh, let's, let's end this right now. The scores. Are as follows. They're being tabulated furiously. Right now, the UK's got nine. The US has four. We'll be right back with our next round after this break. Now I know what you're thinking. I'm no nerd. I wouldn't listen to a Star Trek podcast. If you're listening to any podcast, you're a nerd. Just admit it. We're all in the school's band practice room having our lunch together away from the rest of the school. Yeah. And we're here to tell you about our Star Trek podcast. Yeah. And uh, even if you don't even like Star Trek that much, but you are a nerd, which admit it, you are, you will like this show. You shouldn't be too ashamed to subscribe and download The Greatest Generation on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. You're playing International Waters, uh, if you're Jackie Tone, David Nadelberg, uh, Howard Reed, or Athena Kublinu. Uh Let us move on to our next round. It is a returning favorite of ours that spotlights our favorite region-specific gentleman, who we mentioned earlier in the show. That's right. It's Florida Man. Uh, in this round, I'm going to read a series of headlines featuring our good pal Florida Man. You will buzz in to let us know if you think they're real headlines or ones that our writers made up. You ret? Let's right. do it. Mm-hmm. Good. Exploding vape pen kills Florida man. Gammon, that's real. That's going to be real. That is very real. That is very real. Florida man punches lawyer after found guilty. Yanny. U.S. Fake. Also real. Uh, Florida man practices karate on swans. Yanny. Gammon. U.S. Fake. 
real. Uh, Florida man, Florida man charged with assault in altercation involving Harry Potter wand. Gavin. Yanny. UK. Real. Fake. Ah, that is fake. I found a theme yeah. then. Yep. They don't mess with witchcraft down there in Florida. Uh, Florida man drowns while attempting to test waterproof phone case. Yanny. Gammon. U.S. By a, by a nose. Real. Fake. <laughs> uh, Florida man arrested on fraud charges for selling forged Disney World character autograph books. Yanny. Gammon. US. Fake. That was fake, yeah. Uh, Florida man tests world's first fully mind-controlled artificial arm. Gammon. The U.K. True. That is real. A uh, Florida man arrested after hiding legless fugitive girlfriend in storage bin. <laughs> Annie. U.S. Real. Yeah, that's real. A uh, Florida man threatens fellow bus passenger with knife after getting Carly Rae Jepsen's song stuck in his head. Gavin. U.S. Real. Fake. Fake. I thought it was real, but too. But only too real of a, a real uh, human struggle. Uh, South Florida man bites dog's ear to establish dominance. Gavin. U.K. Uh, real. That is real. You know our worst citizens. Congratulations. <laughs> At the end of that round, the scores are as follows. The UK's got 12. The US has seven. Do you think Now he... it is time. What's that? Do you think he was attacking, doing, practicing karate on the swan because they can famously break your arm in a single blow of their wing and you wanted to test Yeah, I, I, that's probably it. Yeah, I think it's all about establishing. That's a very specific, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, yeah. it wasn't a heron or anything like that. It was, he had to, was, was going for a swan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's even fight. Uh, let's move on to our sound round. It's time for Sound of the Summer. This round is a celebration of summer sounds, but more specifically, summer sounds musicians have put together in a recording studio rather than sounds like, uh, you know, a child dropping an ice cream on a sidewalk and then crying. Uh, keep those buzz in words at the ready as we get into some summer jams. In 2010, before her Super Bowl halftime show and her uh, falling out and apparent reconciliation with Taylor Swift, Katy Perry released this upbeat propaganda track for the California Board of Tourism. Let's hear it. It was 12 years right. too late. <laughs> okay. That was, of course, California Girls by Katy Perry. It's girls with a U, not girls with an I. Um, uh, the video for this song had a plot in which Katie made her way through a high femme Candyland game to face off against an army of gummy bears led by Snoop Dogg. For the point, can you tell me the weapon that Katie used to defeat Snoop Dogg? Uh, Gammon. UK. Was it an AK-47? <laughs> she did not uh, mow him down <laughs> with a semi-automatic. she assimilated into American culture and... No. Oh. Yanny. That would be very American. <laughs> Some sort of, uh... Candy gun, like a like a like a cotton candy dispenser. You know what? I'm gonna I give feel, you a oh, point. Oh, I was I was gonna say candy cane or a wand. I'm yeah, trying to see it see, in my mind's getting, eye. You're getting further away, but okay. I, I'm gonna give you the point anyway because it was a whipped cream cannon brazier. Oh, that's right. <laughs> shot whipped cream. She shot the whipped cream out of her boobs. That's yeah. right. Yeah. She was lactating. Dang that's nice. She's lactating the American way. Frothiness. <laughs> so it might not have been from the brazier. That's right. It could have been straight you from got, the You guys don't yeah, say much cream. You lactate. Whipped cream. This is the yes, we do. Shock. Cool we need whip. to intervene in this. This is terrible. This can't be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> intervene. Honestly, just intervene on Katy Perry. <laughs> you know, I just feel like we we get it. You're you're goofy, right? You know what yeah. I mean. We got it. Got it. Loud and clear. You All didn't right, have to marry two. Russell Brand. I mean, we 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 got. Did the, no one did. Not no. need to marry Russell Brand. No. God, can you imagine? 
how <laughs> fucking talky that guy would be during sex. Can you <laughs> fucking imagine him talking at you? You wouldn't want have to scream his name because he'd be screaming it already. Oh, my God. The theories that he would fucking put in your face. <laughs> and the long words. While fucking you. The that he would insert words. randomly into, oh, during Cunnilingus. God. <laughs> I have. Actually, that doesn't sound like a bad. (laughs) (laughs) Athena, we just made the same joke. (laughs) Me and you. We both went, well, that doesn't sound too bad. Uh, All right. Onomatopoeia. Here y'all go. Hello. Uh, I'm going to play you uh, both a song that you might recognize from the film The Karate Kid. Uh, Let's hear it. That was from. Uh, that was from the. It was uh, originally a flop. That song when it was uh, when it was first released, it got new life uh, in the Karate Kid, uh, a film about a child who took up cultural appropriation in response to bullying. Yeah, uh, the song is by Bananarama. My favorite th- fact about this song, I actually learned on this show. We've used this song, and this goes back a couple of years. But during the filming of the video, go and watch the video, and then come back. Okay, welcome back. Uh, they filmed the video on the piers. Um, like uh, on the like Chelsea Piers in New York City, they had lunch. Uh, there were a bunch of dock workers at the place where they were having lunch. The dock workers had cocaine. The girls had never tried cocaine, and the dock workers were like, "Here, have some." You can very clearly tell what shots were in the morning before this happened, <laughs> and which shots take place after it. Were cocaine shots? Yeah, I mean, it is. It is absolutely. Clear as day. Have they got white they're, powder like, on their noses. Is that what it is? No, it's just like they're just a little. They're just kind of going through the motions, and then suddenly it's a dance party. It's really crazy. <laughs> Go back and look at the video. Here's the deal. Uh, how many bands can you name whose name includes a fruit? Um, we're gonna we're gonna go by bids. How many do you think? We'll we'll, we'll continue oh. to bid until the other the other team drops out. Gammon. So so what do you think? So, yeah, UK. What do you think? Orange juice. No, just ha- now. How many can you name? Oh, I see. Well, one clearly. No, okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Say three, and I'll think of three okay. after they've given their number. Okay. So you want to say I'll, three? I'll do that now. Three. U.S. <laughs> U.S. I think I can do four. You can do four. Can you top it, U.K.? Oh, so we go. Let's go five. Yeah, let's on. go five. Okay. This this is this is riveting. Uh, U.S. What do you think? Can you do six? Can you do seven? Fuck can it. You do yeah. 10? We can do it. Okay, great. I, I just, just. No, no, no. I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, you're gonna remember things as I say. Great fruits. But just my only thing is like, if we think of five, then they're not. Like, do we have to write them down beforehand? Because no. then we'll do our five, and then they'll be like, no, well, no, no. Four no of we're those just gonna get ours. to a maximum bid. What did I say? We're doing six or five. You I said think you're six. at six. Fuck. We're gonna keep bidding until until one of the teams is just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. If I want to, you, you can I was... do ten. I can't do ten. Then I was there at three. If you said you could do ten. Then you do ten, and if you ca- if you can do ten, then you get a point. And if you can't do ten, then you don't get any points. Okay, are really obscure British bands that you guys won't have heard of allowed? Oh, see now you're oh, just going to make sure. shit up. <laughs> so UK, can you do seven? We, we can try and do seven. Oh, you know what? I, I'm sorry, okay. I'm, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. Okay, I can't do seven. I, I don't even know you... seven fruits. I don't know seven bands. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a very poor complexion. That's it. America, it falls to you to name six bands named after fruits or with fruits. Would you count the OJs? No. Orange. 
But that's that, a tough it didn't stand one. That's a tough for one. orange juice. Let's, it was spelt literally O J A Y S. O J. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. She is. Answer. She is right. Correct. Can't All right. So I got. I got a few. Uh huh. So we got uh, the lemon heads. That is one. That's the only one I uh, had. Moby grape. That is two. That's a good day. They're real. Look I mean, it up. Google it. I can't do all the work for you, Athena. Uh, Google it. Apples and stereo. Apples and stereo. Very good. Um, fuck me. Um, uh, there was another band. Uh, the Apple Sisters. Oh yeah. <laughs> who are on your show? Uh-huh. They're on Glow. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, what are we at? Four, three. I think that was three, four. Four. Okay. Um, these are the, I'm telling you, it's going to jog your memory. Is there a fig band? Like a fig Newton band? Well, I mean, Bananarama. Well, no, but no. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, wait. Orange, or, Orange Juice Jones. Orange Juice Jones. Thank you. Whoa, Dave, you're killing this. Cancel it, um, <laughs> We got just, what's another, blueberries? What's another fruit? The raspberries? Pear? Anything with oh, pear? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. The raspberries is a band. Wait a minute, the cranberries. Oh, the cranberries. The there cranberries. we go. You're uh, in seven. Uh, you guys keep going. You can keep going. Uh, Did do a victory lap. Why oh not? Do we God. have to let it linger? I, I we don't we have do. to. No, no, no. We don't have to throw it in their faces. Um, do we have to? So do we have to? Oh, wait, also would have ex- uh, accepted Blind Melon, uh, the Moldy oh. Peaches, the California Raisins. Oh, yeah. Wowie. Black, recorded. There's a great Black grape. song about watermelons by an amazing <laughs> London singer-songwriter named Tom Rosenthal that everyone should look up right now. Okay. Cantaloupe Wigwam. Cantaloupe Wigwam? Is that real? <laughs> Is that a real band? It's as real as some of yours, actually. <laughs> Furious. Wait, wait, what are you talking about right now, Howard? A band he made up called Cantaloupe Wigwam. Gotcha. I was implying that you guys were making them up, but, uh, but that's just... Why uh-huh. no? Well, that's just not <laughs> Thank true. Thank you, Howard. Get yourself we... on Wikipedia. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, now, a summer song by the, the absolute pinnacle. Like, when you think summer jams, you think the Smiths. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's, uh, let's hear. Let's hear their summer song. Girls from Luxembourg. Okay. Ask me, ask me, ask me. Okay, the question is, who would be worse to spend 40 days on a two-person yacht with than Morrissey? <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> like, uh, Yanny. Uh, UK got in there. No one. Like, that's pretty much it, really. I would throw myself off that boat. I'd the put rocks the in my actual pockets. correct answer, the actual correct answer, and this is scientifically proven, is nobody. It is nobody. Okay. He is the worst person in the world. Yanny. Yeah. Donald Trump. <laughs> Uh, no. no, no, Morrissey is worse. Morrissey's worse. Morrissey is worse. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you were planning like a really meaty barbecue on the boat. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God. he'd hate that. There would be some. Awkward just moments. you can't even eat a yogurt around Morrissey. He's so miserable. <laughs> is that true? It's true because he doesn't eat anything. He doesn't, you know, nothing mm. animal related. You can't, you know, a yogurt is like old hoof, right? It's like it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like ground up intestines. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was Jesus, milk juice, in it? So, you know, he's... Uh, okay. Yeah. No dairy, no meat, no sex. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's... That, that's you not know, a I used choice, to see him at Cat and Fiddle. I used to see him at yes. Cat and Fiddle all the time. Yeah, there was a, a, an L.A. dive bar that no longer exists. Yeah. Well, it does. Well, yeah, it's it a new spot now, but anyway. Uh, the, uh, the scores are these. Uh, the U.K.'s got 13. The U.S. has nine. We'll be back with our next round after this. <laughs> Hey, Biz. Have you seen any good movies lately? Hey, Teresa. Does Curious George's Boo Fest count? It doesn't. Mm. Well, I blame my current life situation that has small children that need things. 
God, I love them. And I miss knowing about stuff. <laughs> well, after catching up on the current cultural offerings on podcasts that provide such information, <laughs> join us on One Bad Mother as we help explore the harsh realities of sweeping self-identity changes as we try to find ourselves between our pre- and post-kid selves. I used to like all the things. Download One Bad Mother on MaximumFun.org or Apple Podcasts. And yes, there will be swears. Hey, welcome back. And so we go to our final round. Now I know both teams have tried a crazy hard, and I want you to know it's been as useless as a cheese omelet to a vegan because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. What? Yep. A million? Why so did this we try could be, so hard till now? We this could slept. be decisive, guys. Okay, guys, this round is a special reworking of one of our favorites that we are calling Reboot for Denmark. We're just, for the hell of it, paying tribute to Denmark with this episode. <laughs> Why the fuck not? <laughs> I just watched the Eurovision Song Contest. I'm thinking globally. I, my mind is on Denmark. Why the fuck not? Did anyone? Uh, Denmark has the Viking with the tiny what? face. Was he the Denmark one? He, he a, was the Denmark his one. Tiny yeah, face that... Viking. That was terrifying. Was it? It's like his face was further he... away than the rest of him. <laughs> it was. There was so little face on so much head. Wait a second. I he, don't. Did he know... have a big singing voice? Kind of. Oh, I not can't wait really. to watch. Little Where face, do you watch it online? Yeah. And, he, um, and his dance routine was just stamping with one yeah. foot. It was really, wow. it was not making it. Oh it was so God. strange. I, I it was so strange. amazing. What, uh, what, what did you guys like out of this year's crowd? Well, I liked, I liked the, the, was it Sweden? The guy who did a sort of very 1980s um, thing. And he did this, this little side nod. He, he yes. did, there was a moment when he looked at the camera and just went yeah. up, down. Ding. And it was, uh, yeah. and I've been doing that to my friends ever since. I just, every so often just catch their eye in the pub, just turn around and they go yeah. up, down. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah, it's very erotic. Oh yeah, that that was a, and that was a decent song. It got fucking pummeled by the actual phone voters, though. Yeah, it I mean, like it's, speaking of getting pummeled by the, the the phone voters, it's not a good move to uh, vote to leave the EU, um, yes. and then carry on entering the competition. That we're not, we're never going to do anything in that competition for the rest of our natural lives. <laughs> It really felt like you guys were getting punished. Yeah, for that. you get punished because that everything. was an okay song. And I think yeah. possibly all the gays should have phoned in and said, "We didn't vote for it because it's it's one yeah. of the gayest competitions, and Brexit is one of the least gay things that's that's ever happened." <laughs> it really and so is. I, I think we should be given a free pass just for having fabulous gay people. Yeah, mm. thank you, thank you very much. How did you how did you celebrate Eurovision? I I, I wasn't working for the first time in eight. I'm usually gigging as a comic is yeah. usually on a Saturday night and so I usually miss uh-huh. it and only see the end so I just celebrated by watching Eurovision it was amazing it was brilliant it's not God, that exciting so good. I um I my favorite thing about it always is the hosts because it's never in a country where English is the first language so they're they're just like it's the Kelly Rippers and Ryan Seacrest of English? whatever yeah it's done in English this year it was in Portugal and so they they always like yell things out that aren't the way that you say them. Oh. Uh, and my favorite this year, the one that stuck out in my head, just when they were about to like reveal the results, they're like, "Let's know the results." Stop it! Oh, so goddamn cute, so fucking cute. Anyway, all right, back to Denmark. Uh, they started with Lego. They built on that. They've successfully exported their culture around the world. In this round, we say thank you to Denmark for all their pastries and all the other shit. Uh, they probably invented rice or whatever. Today, we're going to thank the Danes for their work by sending some of our own stuff 
back to them. Uh, an increasingly popular source for said remakes is Danish crime dramas like The Bridge or The Killing, which they have remade. Or you can just literally re-air the original shows on the BBC, like Below the Surface. Team UK, because you're ahead, you're going first. I'm putting two minutes on the clock. Right. I would like you to take Paddington, the delightful British story about a tiny bear who likes marmalade, and reboot it as a gritty Danish crime drama. What crime have uh, Paddington and the Brown family been wrapped up in? How does it relate to the upper echelons of power within Danish society? How do you make a marmalade sandwich portentous? Your time starts now. Well, we've got to start. Paddington's got to be a divorcee, yeah. hasn't he? Who's, who's never recovered from the death of Uncle Pastuzo. Yeah, which he thinks he caused, but he can't let anyone know about it. Yeah. So he got into crime right. solving to ease the guilt of the death that he thinks he caused. Because even when he looks at a marmalade sandwich, all, is he, all, he, all he sees is darkness. And t- he, when he eats yeah. it, he tastes blood. He's like, oh, this tastes of blood. <laughs> it's disgusting. But I still eat it because of the brand. Um, it's for the branding. Anyway, what's the crime? So the, the crime is Mr. Gruber um, is yeah. brutally murdered uh, in an sexually explicit way that's just really <laughs> grim. Yeah, by Russell Brand. But Paddington, oh, doesn't, no. but Paddington doesn't know that yet. We've just given away the ending. But <sighs> by Russell Brand. and it's, he, he murders him through words and through gunshot, but also words. Long words, and yeah. uh, there's a, there's a sort of a red herring in there, which is um, uh, Hugh Grant. Uh, yeah, of course. He, he's he's there, and he's um, but he's killed by Paddington's hat. Yeah, because the but, hat you don't know this, but he's got the same hat that Odd Job in James Bond has. You could take it off and throw it at people and chop off their heads. But sometimes Paddington forgets, and he he throws the hat around as you do, um, and he forgets it's dangerous. Yes. Uh, but, a bit like Americans and guns. You just throw them around. You forget they're dangerous. Things happen. And marmalade yeah. sandwiches fall out of it and uh, and and save the day. Um, and this is all I in black it. and white, by the way, because it's Danish. On a bridge. Whoa, he. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, bridge, like you said. And it, it doesn't really have a very co- coherent storyline. Um, it's just depressing. No, but in wow. season two, we wrap up all the loose ends. <laughs> yeah. So you have to watch season two. You'll get it eventually, just not today. Yeah, this is this is <laughs> not really a sort of a f- failed attempt at a round. It's more of a cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, for one, I cannot wait to find out how we... Me too. ...finish this. I love it. I can't wait to binge it. That is your time. Wow. All right. Lots of, lots of chew on there. Yeah. Uh, Team US, it is your turn. I'm putting two minutes on the clock. We are going to adjust for the curve here knowing that you probably have little to no knowledge of the deep cuts uh, involved in Scandinavian crime drama, aside from that one that's on Netflix. Uh, So for your round, we're going to just let you play with the other most popular thing to come out of Denmark. Lego blocks. I need you to take on the gritty gangster drama Goodfellas. You know it's full of gangsters and shine boxes and massive amounts of cocaine. It was originally produced in live action in order to be rerun endlessly on the USA Network. Today, you're going to reboot it as a delightful Lego movie. Lego Goodfellas. As it was meant to be. As it was always meant to be. Which cross-cultural pop culture figures would turn up? Would Ray Liotta voice himself or would a younger actor do a bad impression of him? How would the Lego building and uh, rebuilding mechanic fit in? When would Batman show up? You have two minutes. Your time starts Take it away, David. Yeah, We're very excited for Lego Goodfellas. We are, and it's also, we're really excited because with the Lego movies, they don't in any way try to change the title or make it cute like Lego Fellas. Like, it's just Lego Batman. Yeah. So we're going to keep with that um, what, what the theme and just uh-huh. call it Lego Goodfellas. Lego yeah. Goodfellas. Great. And I think one of, the, one of the real advantages is that 
Joe Pesci uh, does not need to even be shrunk or portrayed by a Lego. He can just, they actually <laughs> cast the real Joe yeah, Pesci. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 um, he's so tiny. Yep, yeah, that is the joke. <laughs> yeah, 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 because he's, guys, because he's, he's not tall. For those who don't remember yeah. Joe Pesci, which is probably everyone at this point. Yeah, oh, I didn't mean to be a dick a to turn. Joe Pesci. But, took such a turn. Yeah, but, it really did. Um, I remember. Let's, go, let's all watch Gone Fishing and we'll, we'll feel better about then that. Then for later. sure, forget it. Okay. I think there will be lots of blood uh, sort of splattered in, in various Lego bricks. Yeah, like we don't think we would make it delightful. Like if we were the if we were writing it and creating it, we wouldn't. I don't think we would make it delightful. We would make it exactly true to Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. But how cute would it be to see like little blocks of red, you know, Lego blood? Uh-huh. Cute, Except right? Except at the end, maybe what we learn is that the narrator isn't the Ray Liotta character. It's like some some kid playing with... Oh, it's like the kid that you old in Walmart. Let's keep it real America. Right. And so yeah, he's yeah, just, yeah. He's, the whole thing was just him enacting it while playing in the toy aisle of Walmart. Is that what you yes, meant? Yes, yes, I yes. I like this. Okay. This, this. I think I think just the, for me, the the best version of Lego Goodfellas is actually 100% real Goodfellas, but with Legos. And then kids are showing up with their parents, like, ready to watch this and yeah. thinking it's going to be, like, the Lego-fied version. And it's not. What would, <laughs> they, what would we use? So much Lego Coke and so much Lego auto, semi-automatic weapons. I'm trying to think what we could use for cocaine because, like, the bricks are so big. Maybe just no, like, in this know, world, cocaine the... is just giant. No, because the even <laughs> ram it up. Ouch! <laughs> no, because sometimes the there have you with real Legos. There's like those itty bitty 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 baby ones that are like one tiny square. But they're still the size of your fist. No, in Lego world. Mm, oh, they are in yeah, Lego world. The size of your down. fist, <laughs> even the teeny babyest one. So, like, well, we nailed it. I was a big Lego connoisseur as a child. And yes, I use that word, connoisseur. Uh, I loved playing with Lego train sets. So could, I think, could we involve trains into Goodfellas? Dave, we could do whatever the goddamn hell we want. Because it's Lego it's Goodfellas. Our, and it's ours. Oh, we're cool. making it up. I'm going to have a couple Disney princesses in there to like, please my niece. And sure. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm imagining this taking place like in a conference room and this is an actual pitch oh, meeting. Oh, 100%. This is exactly how all. movies are made. Yeah. Okay. How do you think the Lego movie was made? Honestly, I've had pitches that have gone worse than this. Thank you so much. That's a, that's a very high compliment. Yeah. All right. Well, there's your time. Folks, two fine pieces of content yes. that would fit in beautifully on Netflix mm. that are uh, somehow doing 700 new shows before the end of the year. Can also, just quick keep... quick reminder, sorry, Dave and I at the same time, but um, Joe Pesci is, is small. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Not a big Gone Fishing is a great movie. Joe Pesci does have real gripping hands. <laughs> that come off if you pull them, unfortunately. Oh, f- folks, Team UK, just by a hair. I really like the uh, the the Danish Paddington. I'm I'm ready. I've already set a season pass for it in my head. Congratulations, UK! Yes. You're the greatest country in the world for the Without next couple of weeks. Without a doubt, Without Without a doubt. A doubt. UK beat us. There is no, there is no question. Yeah. Thank you very they, much. This is they how it's always you. been and how it always will be. To be honest, that's true. And <laughs> technically, Denmark really is the winner. Yeah, yeah. But t- Denmark yeah. is one of the only countries that um, has actually oppressed um, the British. It's, is that true? It's a unique. Well, it's, it's, yeah, all. because they were they they, they invaded us. The the, the the Vikings. So it's yeah. one of the only times as a white straight. English person that I get to feel oppressed. I'm liking it. I'm here for you, Howard. Thank you. (laughs) It's fun. It's fun. All right. Now, before we split, do you guys have anything that you want to plug? And then to offset the ego karma, maybe something someone else did that you are enjoying that you want the world to know about. Howard Reed. I am writing for a show called Horrible Histories, um, which is going to be on in the summer in the UK. 
Is that right. based on the children's book, Horrible Histories? It is a series. In fact, there's a, there's a, there's a series of it coming to America at some point, I think. But um, uh, yeah. yes, it's so it sketches about history, and it's good fun. And that's what, why I, I know stuff about history, because I've forgotten all the oh, stuff great. I did in my degree. You, you get paid to learn. Yeah. Uh, Athena. Not much. I, at the moment, am running around the country pre- previewing my n- next show. Uh, it's only in the UK, uh, but you can see all the dates on my website, um, and you can watch me do my show, which is brilliant now, but it'll be brilliant when it's finished, but it's good now. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so okay. that's, that's all I've got on. I'm okay. also touring my shows, uh, which are for families, uh, with a cartoon boy called Little Howard, and it's www.littlehoward.co.uk is the website. Oh, Again, great. just in the UK, unfortunately. Okay, well... All right, Athena, something someone else did? I've been enjoying Dear White People on Netflix, which I know is like super famous and popular, but I really like season two because it fixes everything about season one and it's still got lots of sex in it. So, um, you know, brilliant. Um, It's not problematic anymore and it's still sexy. So, yeah, I've been watching that. And I've been watching Wild Wild Country on Netflix, um, which is about, um, uh, yeah, a cult set up in Oregon. uh, And it's terrifying. Sex cult. Yeah. I've got to watch that. I've heard it's not got It's not got sexy enough yet. Oh, but um, okay. there's, there's there's just flashes of, of sex going on. Oh, the Rajneesh Param. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some of my faves. Jackie Tone, about oh, you. Oh, hey. Uh, this is exciting. Glow Season 2 is coming out June 29th on Netflix, uh-huh. which is so exciting. And our girls are on the cover of, um, our two stars are on the cover of Entertainment Weekly tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, tomorrow, but that's May. Yeah. Anyway, okay, not two tomorrow when this airs. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So June 29th. Um, uh, Glow season two airs, and uh, I would say follow me on Instagram at Jackie Tone to find out when I am doing stand up uh, all around the town and place and country. Great, and something someone else did. Something someone else did. Um, I would say what am I watching that I love? Also, Wild Wild Country. Oh, um, uh, Zumbo's Dessert. Something on Netflix. There's a very bizarre Australian dessert show uh-huh. that is like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. And there's nothing better because I just need to like sometimes completely zone out. Uh-huh. And Black Mirror, as much as that's one of my favorites, that's not a zone out show. No. That's like, yeah, fuck, now what? Yeah. <laughs> now what am I, now how, how would I ever have children? Uh-huh. So Zimbo's dessert whatever. It's the the name is that ridiculous that it's like dessert plaza or dessert factory. Like the third word is like really guys that was the third okay. word and as a result I can never remember it. I'd say watch that. Oh, also Kate Nash from Glow has a new album out. That's huh? something I can promote. Great. Hey, do you guys know Kate Nash? Yeah, because I'm American and I think everyone in England knows each other because I'm ignorant. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. know her personally. Sorry, I just know of her. <laughs> Yay! I'm her brother. <laughs> oh my goodness, oh, no, I'm her dad. <laughs> I'm her dad. Dave Nadelberg. Uh, you can watch uh, The Mortified Guide, which is uh, a series that just came out in spring uh, on Netflix. Um, and if you are listening in Europe, uh, in September we will have uh, on Dutch television the first ever non-English Mortified series uh, called Liefdag Book. Wow. Um, and and that, uh, what does that mean? I don't know. Uh-huh. No, it means Dear Diary or some, uh-huh. some okay. nonsense like that. Okay. But, uh, but And you can also listen to The Mortified Podcast in uh, anywhere. But uh, yeah, The Mortified Guide series is also on netflix i think everywhere in every territory uh-huh. um so um that is fun and then and you can follow me uh, at, at dave nadelberg on twitter or at mortified on uh, on the same thing uh-huh. on the same contraption but um in terms of things uh other things that i've been uh into you mentioned music you mentioned kate nash um i'm i'm very obsessed with this singer songwriter 
uh, named Tom Rosenthal, who uh, in in London, uh, and you sh- he makes. I love his music, but I specifically want to encourage anyone to just check out his YouTube channel because nobody makes better music videos for less money than Tom Rosenthal. Okay, uh, they're just gorgeous, gorgeous music videos, and he's so talented. And um, if you like a good depressing white guy music <laughs> stuff, Tom Rosenthal's a jam. Great, yeah. awesome. Well, thank y'all. Jackie Tone, David Nadelberg, Howard Reed, Athena Kublinu, thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. Hooray! You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Jackie Tone. Hi! David Nadelberg. Hi, Jackie. Howard Reed. Good afternoon. And Athena Kublinu. Hello. Hi. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. Uh, if you have not yet left us a review on Apple Podcasts, please do it. That helps us uh, get the word out to new listeners. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max One HQ in LA. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas and Laura Swisher. And we're all in love with you. See you next time. I love you. Yanny. Yanny. Yeah. And I guess some of us will hear Laurel when you say that. Yeah. Laurel. Yanny. 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 Laurel. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.